Hello, hello. This is Reality of Reality. I'm Aliza Rosen, a longtime TV producer and development executive. Every week on the podcast, I talk to interesting people in all aspects of unscripted content. Okay, so before I introduce the guest, I want to ask you guys a quick favor. I promise it will only take a minute. If you can please go to iTunes, give me a five-star rating, a short, short review, glowing, of course, would be preferable. I would really appreciate it. Today on the podcast, hilarious actress, writer, director, and pop culture guru, Deanna Chang. I actually met Deanna through Facebook and we became virtual friends. I always love hearing her on so many of the great shows like Bitch Sesh and Reality Checked. So I invited her to talk about all things Bravo and of course, our beloved 90 Day Fiance. If you're a fan of Glow on Netflix, and if you're not, you should be, Deanna makes a really funny appearance in the first episode of the second season. So check that out. She's also got a fabulous new show on Comedy Central Digital called Unsend. They're in production on that now with fellow actors and comedians Paul Shear and Matt McConkey. And we talk about that a little bit. So enjoy the podcast. Okay, we're doing it. Hi. Hi, I'm so happy to be in your lovely home. Oh, I'm so happy to have you here. This has been such a fun start. I know, I know. We've <laughs> like, we're already catching up. We're catching up. I feel like it's been forever since you've been here. <laughs> it really has been you know, forever. It has been. <laughs> so um, I always start by saying how I know my guests. So I okay. reached out to you on Facebook because um, we had kind of been communicating a little bit. I think you had listened to a couple yeah. of the pods. And I had Your heard- Erica Jane was what got me in. Erica Jane. Yeah. Woo. <laughs> that was such a good interview. Thank you. It was fun. She was actually really nice. Yeah. I, everyone's like, oh, is she a bitch? I'm like, you know what? She wasn't. I was scared. Trust me. I was terrified. Really? I, I thought she was going to eat me alive. She's intimidating, I think. Uh, yeah. No, I, I would be scared to interview her. But <laughs> you seem so comfortable in the whole world of Housewives. And everyone is so... Uh, calm with you it's just like so great to listen to I feel like you get their authentic I drug I drug them before it oh, helps well, yeah, there yeah, you yeah. Go. <laughs> we smoke some weed hey. <laughs> you gotta do what you gotta you do must no I was I felt lucky for that one because she was she seemed like she was she came to just like talk which was really nice yeah. it wasn't like a performance or anything um but I had heard you you know on bitch sesh which I love and on Amy Phillips show so I had and I, I don't remember if I told you this on our text but when I first heard you, I was so confused. And I'm sure you get this all the time because I thought it was your sister. Oh, yeah. And so your sister is June Diane Raphael, who's That's an actress right. who I've seen on a lot of stuff. And you guys have the exact same voice. We do. I mean, it's 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 creepy because it's it's <laughs> no, but my sister and I actually have the exact same voice, you do. too. Okay. And it freaks people out who have known one of us for a long time and then meet the sister because it's like this is I'm talking to the same person. Yeah. Right. I mean, you guys have and it's a distinct voice. Well, I think that, (laughs) you know, I don't notice it when we're together, but if I, I've, she's left a voicemail or I've heard her on a voicemail or vice versa. And I'm like, oh, that's me. So that's when I know, you know, yes, we do. And when I hear, I don't know, but yeah, when I hear in a podcast, I hear it, but I think it's the voicemail where I'm like, oh, we have literally the same exact cadence, voice, intonation, I totally, I totally get it. When I would, in the old days with answering machines, I'd be like, why did I leave myself a message? <laughs> right. <is> my sister. <laughs> exactly. And what's the age difference with you guys? Um, I have two younger sisters. June oh. is my youngest. Okay. So it's uh, five years between us. And then Lauren is three years younger. Oh, I didn't me. know about Lauren. Well, Lauren is, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she keeps a lower pro. Um, she lives in Long Island where we grew up and. Yeah. 
She uh, lives out in Centerport, which is so beautiful. Which Love town being did you there. grow up in? Rockville Center. Oh, is that one of the five towns? It isn't, <laughs> but I did play the five towns in badminton in middle school and they were um, always better than us. So, Well, I want to congratulate you on not having a Long Island accent. I feel like I, maybe I don't. Ha- I feel like what I have is the... Uh, Vocal fry, <laughs> you know, I've brought that along Did with Long me. Did Long Island originate the vocal fry? I have to imagine. Oh, like when people talk about vocal fry, I've been having vocal fry. You know, I've had it before it was vocal fry. So I blame it on Long Island. I don't know if that's That's accurate. so funny. Well, whatever it is, it's caught fire. <laughs> I'll <laughs> and say. And we both listen. We figured out we both listen to Howard. And when he goes off on the Bachelor yeah. stuff and plays the clips, you could just like, you realize it's vocal terrible. fry. It's guys have it now. True. It's so it's hard, a truth. right? Doesn't yeah. it hurt your ears? Right. When I hear it, sometimes I'm like, I don't think they have it that badly because I'm trying to support right. Uh, right. my people. Right, you know? right, right. But uh, yeah, it is It is a problem. And the Kardashians are to blame. I was just going to say, right? Because people think it's cool because they do. They're most, they're most to blame for everything. I mean, I, I think like most of our problems today are really could be traced back to them. Do you agree? Absol- I mean, absolutely. <laughs> you know, really, we do want to blame them for everything. And I don't know if it's wrong. I feel okay about it. Right. <laughs> we need something to blame it on. Yeah, state, exactly. of, state of the world right now. Right. <laughs> Although someone was saying on Twitter, I saw this week that like the only good thing Trump ever did was because of a Kardashian, like pardoning that woman that had been in prison forever. Well, the amount of reality <laughs> star, the amount of stars from reality shows that are in our government popping around with the Amoroso, with the Trump, with the Kardashians. It's like, this is really, this is television program the likes of which we've never seen it's the it's the greatest <laughs> reality show of all time it is and by greatest you worst. mean the worst yeah <laughs> greatest, the one we want to end and cancel I mean greatest in you know you couldn't put these storylines together I'm your producer I mean if you you know if in your best day could you ha- roll out a season like this never I mean and, and I was hearing some House of Cards produced do you watch House of Cards I, I have saying yeah. that like they couldn't even construct a season like this right. because it was so out of the bounds of what would be you know like you say this right this character is not plausible that no one is going to be all of these things all at once these yes. things could not all have conspiracies don't go this deep mm-hmm. like you can't surround yourself with this many horrible people like right. it's all of it's implausible yet we're witnessing it and yet here it is yeah it's a, what a mean, great time to be alive just the melania of it all the fact <laughs> that her campaign is about online bullying I mean it's just so rich if you were to write it or suggest it you'd go well come on now but did you hear the theory that she's doing it to shade him like that everything she's doing is actually like one big dig at him like the be best obviously because you know her um uh, what are the other thing? Oh, just like her the jacket. Uh, the jacket. I don't yeah. give a fuck or whatever it's said right. on there. Like, and um, you know, the LeBron James when she tweeted mm-hmm. that like she's gonna go visit he wants she wants to visit the school and then he says the shithole countries mm-hmm. and then she's like, I wanna go to Africa. Like, is this all her I, way to get back or is she not that bright? I have uh, been standing on an island alone <laughs> thinking that I, I do I feel she's with us. Melania. I don't think you're alone necessarily. Really? Yeah. Okay. I can't be empathetic to her That's because fine. I I mean, yes, I think she despises him more than we'll ever right. comprehend. Which So I, I take that solace I like. in that. Yeah. Right. But she married him. She was a fucking birther. 
Okay. So I can't right. ever forgive her. That's fair. I'm going to now not. Um, I'm out. <laughs> okay. You're that, that's helpful to have the birther. Um, the bir- yeah. Yeah. Great. So you got to remember. Okay, so then I'm. She was I'm, a birther. I, I forget. Yeah. So, so much has come at us. It's hard to remember. It's hard to remember. So I will easily get off course with uh, politics. So we got to get back okay, on. Great. So, so anyway, so you're sort of like a, a reality TV maven. You have great <laughs> opinions about, you watch a lot of it. Yes. Which thank God. Oof. Yeah. And, but you're an actress and a writer and yeah. a director. So tell us about your journey. Oh, goodness. From Rockville to Hollywood, <laughs> the Deanna Chungster. I mean, the story, God, it's so, uh, I don't know. So I, the first I, chunk of years I was out here, I was just like doing my improv and sketch comedy and that kind of thing, you know, and then commercial. Oh, dear God. Uh-oh. Ooh. So sorry. That's Okay. We know that's like you the know, bitch sesh family. Yeah, this yeah. Uh, bitch you guys are all incestuous. <laughs> Everybody. Oh my God, I yeah. love that you clocked it. I know it's so sad. It's sad how much I know. Yet Shira, I'm, the lighthouse. She's Casey's cast. sister-in-law, right? Yes. Okay, amazing. Yeah. Anyway, she. Uh, <laughs> she's uh, yeah. So sorry. I a lot on. going on today in the bitch sesh world. Yeah, a lot. <laughs> Let's just leave it at that. Coming in, I maybe I should have answered it. We could have gotten uh, some lighthouse uh, tips. Oh, yes. <laughs> which I believe in firmly. Um, so yeah, you know, and then I moved, I, my, my dad, uh, kind of got sick and I moved back to New York and I was looking for a job and I started working at Apple and I was like a creative at Apple. So I, yeah. And I took, I I was like, you know, I want to come back to LA, but kind of when I have a, when someone offers me a job, that's going to take me back. And I got a friend of mine was working for HGTV, which I think you. Yeah. Um, Who was a friend? So she was working for Lori March, a specific um, content creator okay. for their web content. Got it. And uh, she was like, do you want to come and sort of help us produce and write her content? Oh, fun. And so I kind of had all these new skills from working at Apple in terms of editing and, you know, uh, just learning all the programs. And I was like, oh, great. So all the stuff I had used, you know, in my 20s and kind of learned how to write content and put shows together. And then I had this technical aspect and I it all kind of worked out. So I was doing that when I first moved back here and then sort of went into podcasting, had how to be less old on Earwolf. And, and what was, tell people about that pod. We can still listen to back episodes, yeah, right? Yeah, a bunch of them are on iTunes. And then, of course, if you buy into, uh, I think, Stitcher Premium, you right. can get the whole okay. whole 181 episodes. Yeah, and what was the, uh, what was the idea? How did, yeah, how did that start? It The idea was, um, a fr- my friend Emily Foster, where I co-hosted with, she, <clears throat> we had gone out to lunch with a girl who was younger than us. And we had gone, we had all done shows in New York at UCB uh, for Hello Giggles. And so they were storytelling shows. And she was telling us that she had a friend who she had met off the internet. And we were deeply confused by that (laughs) at that time, which was about four years ago. Um, Like you, I can say we are now, we, you're a friend I've met who's now in my home. 
See? Off the internet. We're not so old after all, are we? Right. <laughs> but for some reason at that time. No, four years ago was a lifetime ago. It was a lifetime yeah. ago. And it felt confusing. <laughs> we're like, what do you mean? And she said, well, we, we, we follow each other on Twitter and we're <laughs> conversing on Twitter. And we're like, uh-huh. So you actually are you're in different states and you're going to meet? Like, that is so <laughs> odd. So we realized that we were not as fresh and hip as we uh, thought we were. That's and cute. so, yeah, so we were like, let's question the youths and find out what's going on and all the lingo and the apps. And, and so that's Have how. you kept up? Why do you feel like you're, uh, you're Great woke and, and lit? <laughs> I know there's definitely <laughs> some things that have come across my, come across my, my desk that I'm <laughs> so sad. I don't have the podcast for like, there was the whole, like even Iggy Azalea and, um, Elon Musk. I don't have the strength to look into it. Okay, but is there, don't laugh, and I might have to edit mm -hmm. this out, but is there somebody named Azalea Banks who's different than Iggy Azalea? There is. So I think Azalea Banks was the one at Elon Musk's house. What did I say? Iggy Azalea. Oh, no, no, Azalea Banks. Yeah, okay. I'm so sorry. There, therein lies your answer. <laughs> See how hip and cool I am? Well, wow, I, I'm so embarrassed for myself. But that shows you that it is like we desperately need that's to hilarious. get the podcast somewhere else. Oh, my God. That's really totally yeah, you yeah. do. Because these things, they yeah. come and you You need want... to be able to address them. That is the yeah. weirdest story, a sideline. Truly, I can't <laughs> unpack it. I literally look at it and I can't go further than that. I need a youth. Or maybe you, to, <laughs> I mean, you to, to truly unpack it for me. And we don't have to do it here. No, but. we don't. I will say about Elon Musk, though, he's one of the strangest human beings, mm -hmm. like an evil genius. Mm -hmm. Right. But but he could go off the rails in a real way soon. Should we be looking out for him? Yeah. I mean, I almost. Jesus, we yeah. have so much to. He's he's a wackadoodle. Okay. You know, he and his wife married and divorced twice. Right. I I, I'm always fascinated by that. Yeah, that's always right? something. Like, he's always something. Especially <laughs> if, yeah, anyway. So that's a whole other thing. So, okay. So then the podcast so and the, then Emily and you, you, you still, you're still friends. Oh and, yeah, 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 big yeah. time. Um, the podcast just kind of came to a natural end. We hadn't really, uh, you know, Earwolf, you need to be bringing in numbers that are extraordinary. It's hard. I get like, it. Like, you know, over 20, they wanted like, they were ideally like 40,000 listens a week, which is just a large number and even though we kept growing and we you know the show really did keep growing we yeah. just never could really hit those numbers so people don't realize how hard and you know it is to, yeah. to build that kind of audience it is and we had like incredible you know guests that yeah. were you know everybody and I love I love doing it and I just think you know there's something else coming oh but, totally but you know and you're an actress yeah so I saw you in glow you were amazing yes. so you. if anyone has it's the first episode of this second past season, season right yeah. the first and second uh the first episode of the second season yes right. exactly which is a great season overall oh, yeah. I love that show me too huge fan yeah. and you were really funny thank you yeah you play the wife of the agent yeah the we'll, television yeah agent. we won't spoil it in case people haven't <laughs> seen it but definitely see glow because it's oh, great thank you. did you know mark maron from from the neighborhood doesn't he live around here uh he does live yeah. around here i don't i haven't been to the garage but um <laughs> the garage <laughs> i think that's where he does his stuff does. right i used to be a huge fan i listen you know podcasts are funny that way i don't know if you find that like i was you know Ma mark maron and adam Kroller were like my big 
binges like four or five years ago and I haven't really revisited either of them. Mark shows up on my feed. So if it's an interview that I want to hear, I would say like usually every other week there's something I want to oh, hear. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I, he, I should bring gets, him back. He gets amazing guests. He does. I mean, he, he can really get anybody. Does. Obviously, he had Obama. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think he's a good, am I, you know. Me too. I, he's... He's a good conversationalist, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, you love Howard too. I think Howard is yeah. like one of the best. Yeah. I mean, he interrupts a lot, but you want to hear him talk. So I don't think it's like a bad thing necessarily. True. <laughs> yeah. No, I, and you've been listening, we've, we've both been listening to Howard Stern since the beginning of time. How about, don't you think his evolution has been amazing? It really has. And it's always odd to me when people um, don't want to see someone evolve who's been in the game for decades, like Oprah, mm-hmm. you know, she had a huge evolution. It's like, we should want to see the people we enjoy kind of grow and change and deepen, which is what both of them have done. I agree. And also, if you're not listening, then you don't know. Like, you can make assumptions, but right. if you don't actually listen, then you don't know that he actually has evolved. Right. I mean, when I think about what I used to listen to with him throwing baloney at women's bare asses, now in the times we're in, I have to you know, kind of retrofit that into my brain and like, be like, wow, that's interesting that I was okay with that. But I know. I, I think I'd like to think I was never okay with it, but I have to say even now, and he has evolved, even when he'll sort of, you know, objectify women and be like, well, she's so hot. And yeah, you know, I think about her all the time. It makes me uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Like there's certain things that still don't feel right. I think because I know a lot about him kind of off mic. I know okay. that he's a feminist. I know that, yeah. you know, he really respects women. So I know that a lot of it's sort of like, I mean, he may be, th- you know, it may be like his 14 year old boy still mm-hmm. speaking, but I don't think he's a yucky person. Right. Because I don't think I'd be able to listen to him otherwise. Yeah. You know, he went to my high school in wait. Rockville Center. Oh, my God. So he went to Roosevelt. Uh, I was to like, wait a minute. You're like, wait, you where did up? you grow up? <laughs> no, he went to he lived in Roosevelt, which he always talks right, about, which is a predominantly African-American <laughs> right, community where he got beat up. And then if his parents moved to oh predominantly white neighborhood Rockville Center um and he we had like the same theater teacher and the same like social studies teacher as he talked about them on the yes Mr. Waxman and I forget the other guy's name um was he a legend even when you were there no he (laughs) I think he was truly like he said I mean it was such a culture shock for him coming from his community and it was as bad but in a different way right you know he was like I mean, I remember Mr. Waxman mentioning him and he said, you know, he just was looked like kind of a druggie and like yeah. didn't speak. And I think that was his gig back yeah. then. Yeah. It's crazy. What a journey he's had. He has really had <laughs> such a such a hashtag journey. You know? <laughs> he has. All right. So let's get into the fun stuff. Okay. So what are you? Uh, let's talk Bravo. OK, great. Are you watching New York? Obviously. So we're, I'm going to keep this kind of evergreen, but we're in the middle of, of, of a reunion right now. We sure are. Season oh, 10. Oh, are we? I mean, what a reunion. Wow. What a season. What's your take on everything? Yeah. I mean, it has been a dynamic season. <laughs> really you has. know, New York gives us what the United States of America gives us, which is everything, you know, everything really and truly. Um, More happens on an episode of New York than an entire season of Beverly Hills. And I want them to look at that, Beverly Hills. They claim to keep looking and nothing's happening. Hmm. I don't think, I think the problem is the women. Right. I think they just won't go there in the way that New York will. Wait, when you see um, the kind of thing where, two, like the fight that happened at the table in 
in Cartagena, oh where there's two live and active fights happening at a dinner. That means that it's really, trans, you know, it's really going on. It's really happening. These women really have relationships. Right. Because they're not stopping one fight to highlight the other. They're just right. going. They're just going. And they're not the people at the end of the table aren't concerned about what's happening with you know, Carol and Bethany and vice versa, because it's all really happening. Weren't you dying when they cut to the Dorinda and oh Luann fight to keep hearing? Like, I want the transcript yeah. of the other of fight. Of the other fight. We like, deserve they're still that. going, right. And we don't know what they're saying. Right, we, we do deserve that. Somebody we, should provide it. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I think it'll be Carol. She seems to be into the receipts this season. Now, I am going to say something controversial. No, listen, there's a lot of feelings of Bethany versus Carol. Nothing will shock me. Okay. I am firmly Team Carol. Oh. Well, I said your face oh, just I really. I, I didn't think you were going to go there. I know. I mean, I'm, I always say I'm kind of Team Nobody because they're all so insane. Fair. And I think, you know, as a producer, when you look at anyone who would want to be on a show like this, you have to mm-hmm. sort of take that person with a grain of salt. You know? Right. Right. Like people say like, oh, did you know, did you like Kyle? Did you like, Eric? you know, or. I like that. Like, I, I don't know that I could be friends with them in yeah. real life and like, or they, they want to be friends with me. Like it's, it's a different kind of person mm-hmm. that would volunteer to put their life on television. And I'm not judging it. I think it's amazing. Cause like, it, pro- God. exactly. What would <laughs> our would lives be? be without it? Yeah. I can't even imagine, True. but, but it's a, it's a different, you know, so, so I will say that I actually was with you, um, with team Carol for, mm. because definitely, Bethany's a toxic narcissist. Mm-hmm. Correct. And is that a technical term? Well, I've technolo- technicalized. I, I, that's correct. I may have just combined those two words together, but she is both those mm-hmm. things. And um, yet I think she's the most amazing person Agreed. on television. So like you see her in the reunion and she's just a scrappy street fighter. Like yeah. there's no one better at her. She's just at the top of the game. She, it doesn't get better. She's like swat and flies. Oh, she was so, she could have been smoking a cigarette. I mean, she was so clutch and calm and like right? just not, yeah. She just batted those bitches down. Boom, boom, right. boom. So it doesn't make her a good person, but God damn it. If she isn't the best character. Correct. I mean, I would not want <laughs> a, a season and it sounds like we might not have her next season listen okay bethany's addicted to television mm-hmm. that franchise just a little inside info and mm-hmm. i don't know if you know this probably my, don't so before bethany came back remember she left to do her spinoff mm-hmm. shows that show was sucking wind it was yeah with aviva and heather the Ugh. ratings were dead they they put they brought back bethany as a stunt they called it a stunt as a Hail, or a Hail Mary, honestly, to mm. see if they could get the ratings back because they were almost going to cancel the franchise. It was that bad. And it, you know, it worked. No, I, I do recall how bad it was. And yeah. that um, I, I've, and all of that plays into how uh, that reunion went and why Andy was, he is never, that's his moneymaker. That's his um, cash cow. He's protecting the moneymaker. And I, Carol's not going to bring in that money, never has, never will, you know? So even though they have a friendship. Not anymore. Yeah. Right. And I, 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 I'd imagine. Seemed like we saw it falling apart at the seams. Right. Well, but he is also someone who is looking out for his totally. bottom line at all times. And totally. the thing with Bethany is that there is not a moment. I think that the other girls are, yes, they have the things they're trying to get done on a reality show, peddle their products, whatever. But I do think they're in real, they're really there, 
Bethany has a, a point. She's always in the audience's mind and she's always producing. producing and she's always thinking about her company. And that's why they all raged at her, you know? Yeah, they see right through it. And you know what, though? What I respect about Bethany is that that's been her agenda from day one. Right. She has said it publicly many times. I went on the show to build my brand okay. and it worked. And she's really the only example that we have in all of reality TV, other than the Kardashians, right. who have you know come from nothing. Although the Kardashians didn't come from nothing. So mm -hmm. she's really, you know, she was she was hustling. I mean, she was living in a little one bedroom apartment. Like there was no family money really, you know, I mean, I think her dad was like a gambler. So there was some, and then there was none. Right. And she built it. And like, you might think it's a terrible brand. You might think the whole thing is, uh, you know, just a joke, but she did it. And I give her respect for that. Oh, tons. But I granted, really I think too. she's a horrible person. I don't <laughs> think she has where, where she has the, uh, you know, the brand building and the business mind that is at a 10, no one can touch her in terms of personal relationships. Like <laughs> I just don't think she literally has the tools. No. I don't think she no. knows how She's to so damaged. Yeah. I mean, not to go back to politics, but she reminds me of Trump in certain mm -hmm. ways, you know, where she's, she's a bully mm -hmm. and she's insecure. And that's why, you know, when Ramona, Bethany, you don't support other women <laughs> and she does it, but I don't think she supports anybody because she's so insecure that if she's seen as supporting someone else that somehow will bring her down, that she won't be as good as mm. she is because she's propping someone else up. Right. And that's just the sign of a truly insecure human being. Yeah. You know, and I don't know. That's my take on her. No, I think that's accurate. And, and it's, that's really sad. It is I sad. Mean, she's sad. That's the thing about Bethany. No mm -hmm. amount of money nothing will make that woman happy, you know? And I think that's why I think she was genuinely devastated by the end of her friendship with Carol. Oh, I agree. Because the worst thing you can do to a narcissist is abandon them. Right. Okay. So I feel like because, and be, because Bethany did not show up at that marathon and I know nobody like, listen, we're all overhearing about the marathon, but no, but it's a big deal. It's a big deal. You lived in New York. Deal. I lived in New York. If I had a friend running the marathon, I'd be you there. You would show up. Oh, my God. And she... Um, was she in Puerto Rico or not? No, she wasn't. She wasn't. Okay. We have that. I have that in my mind. <laughs> okay. I mean, no excuse. Granted, no excuse. like, is that 100% true? I have it in my mind that she was in New York. Yeah. And, like, Carol, we see her show up. How many things have we seen that woman show up for Bethany for? Like, the candy, the skinny girl that, the baloney, like, all of it. She showed up. <laughs> oh, baloney must bologna. be disgusting. <laughs> skinny girl baloney is definitely Oof. not okay. No. Um, but, but, but Carol showed up to all of that. And yeah. I think this is probably the only thing Carol has ever asked her to show up so you think that's where it broke? I think that there was the Adam thing, which as adults, we all know we can hate the man that our friend is with, with a passion. <laughs> yeah. But you know, at this age that if you say that or anything along those lines, you're, you're potentially causing a problem that you won't be able to put back in a box, no, you know? That's true. But, but that aside, isn't Adam the worst? Oh, I mean, I couldn't ever. I mean, <laughs> just his presence. Like he doesn't have to open his mouth. I know. Hey. He's a drip. He's a drip. He's a major drip. Did you, ha did you listen to my interview with Luann? Of course. Yes. Yeah, she called, she's like, oh, he's yeah. a user. A user. Yeah, well, she... and that's what Bethany, I think said mm -hmm. to Carol. Mm -hmm. But again, Carol didn't want to see it. 
and that's fine, but right. you have to, but the reason why Bethany felt compelled is because Adam turned her yeah, down. Totally. So she probably felt this way, but you know, because yeah. she, he didn't lick her Tape? asshole, <laughs> you know, and like massage it and said no to her, yeah. then she lashed out. And so there's the friendship gone. And, you know, Bethany can't see any of that, I don't think, really. Wow. I really like the way I now that you've broken it down like this. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I mean, I do. I see. But like now I see where because they keep saying, like, I don't know what happened. Like they both even say, like, I don't know where it went wrong. I don't know yeah. what happened. But I think you're pinpointing it in a very interesting way. Oh, thank you. Well done, I Diana. That. All right, let's move on. Okay. Oh no, but we I will don't say have that to. Carol yeah. has acted horribly. I, I was going to start. Yeah. I meant to add that too. Like she's an she's, asshole. She's too. been, you know, I understand why um, she because <laughs> it is hard to go up against Bethany, and I think that she's using everything she has to do that, and I kind of appreciate it. But um, you know, does she look good? No. She's leaving on a sour note, unfortunately. Yeah, I didn't like that little, have you back, have you back, have you back at the beginning of the reunion. Did you catch that? Yeah, I mean, it's not great. I mean, they all do that. And they obviously coordinated behind of the course. scenes, but to see it felt really yucky. But I also feel like they showed us that mm -hmm. because the moneymaker needs to look good. Oh, oh. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're going to protect Bethany they with do. everything. Oh, well, it also, it also sets up them going after her as hard as they did. I mean, True. that was... I don't remember the last time like we've seen something like really. I mean, Sonia's not the wing woman that you want. <laughs> but, but I Did want she actually get to... in a sentence? No, that... but I want somebody to cut together the Sonia like just spiel She's... that was going on yeah, in she between. Them. She was just like the peanut gallery speaking under her breath. <laughs> not one thing like she and then Ramona like covered her mouth. I mean, it was insane. Was Did you hear her say rent a crowd? Yes. That who was, said who said that? Was it Sonia? Sonia said it I when Ramona that. was like, I have 30 friends that I can call right. on at any she time. Rent, rent a crowd. A crowd. Like, yeah. that's Why weren't they subtitling some of that stuff? That was disappointing. Uh, I think I, I like to keep things on closed caption. So oh, I think that's why I caught it. Nice. <laughs> I need to do that, especially this reunion yeah. where they're all talking at once. Oh, my gosh. Are you watching OC? <clears throat> I am. No, you can say it's no, terrible. No, no. I, I am watching it. I'm like over OC it's in terrible. general. It's terrible. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, the Brooks Cancer season was the most amazing season yeah. ever of anything. That's true. I don't think it's, you know, uh, that was epic. Yes. And that was a great way to bring in Megan King Edmonds, who I can't stand. Mm -hmm. But boy, did she shake it up that season with her detective skills. Totally. Right. And Brooks is just an amazing villain. Yeah, I mean, you don't get <laughs> better than Brooks, except for the show, The United States of America. That's where you get better villains. But okay, what is that? What is the United States of America? Literally, the United States of America, like uh -oh. our country. <laughs> no, but somebody else was saying it like it was a show. But maybe but I'm I missing think the I'm reference. just calling it a show okay, because it, it yeah. is. Uh, got it. It right. is really an epic season um, <laughs> right. of okay. our country. You're like no, literally the literally the USA. United States of America. Uh, but it's gone downhill, right? From I, then yeah, on. I and mean, what do you think about Heather? Do you think Heather leaving had anything to do with it? Having it go down. Yeah. She's a great character. She's fun to watch. I mean, I I could use Heather back again. I feel like I love to hate her. Yeah. 
You know, she's so obnoxious. Right. She's so holier than thou, but we kind of need that. I, I think so. I mean, I don't know about the new girls. They seem uh, fine. I think they're horribly boring. You know, sometimes it's like, do I need to give them a minute? Yeah. Well, here's what I'll say. The only promising thing on the horizon, which I have a feeling won't go anywhere, is her insane Mormon husband. Because okay. he seems like a coercively controlling sociopath and we could get a little something off that right yeah. like that, that's promising right yeah. like if something goes on there i'm here for it but otherwise i just don't care about anything and the shannon stuff i love shannon shannon's amazing and She's, she was an you did i love the interview you had with her thank you she was really open and and she's really just i love her yeah. i really do just because she's what you see is what you get mm-hmm. she's she's just lets it all hang out yeah i like i love that you got that um her audition process Fascinating, that was right? Really fascinating. Yeah, I love that behind the scenes stuff. But David, that stuff with him is just, it's really sad. Like, it just makes me sad to see her go through it. Mm-hmm. I feel like we have to because, like, we were there from the beginnings. Right. But otherwise, I feel like I don't care about Vicky or Steve Lodge. Please. Please. I mean, he's not for the television. No. You know? <laughs> I can't. Tamara has no storyline. Sorry, Eddie dying. God bless him. That's not a storyline. Like, that. <laughs> It's oh just my gosh. A poor Eddie, right? Right. He's sweet. Is he dying? Well, no. I mean, no. Okay. Really. I'm, like, is he dying? <laughs> I'm just trying to make it more dramatic. So There's something to watch. Yeah. Um, I mean, I did like that she got naked in the hot tub and broke her foot. <laughs> that you was know? actually a good episode. That was really fun. Yeah. If we can get a few of those episodes in, I'll stay. I mean, I, Kelly Dowd, she's a hot mess, but she's entertaining. She's someone, you know, there's people that, you know, rub you the wrong way in these shows. And she's someone that there's certain women that frighten me <laughs> and that I know we will not. They'll, there's certain women where I know that they will come for me. Oh, yeah. You know, and I keep such a distance <laughs> and she is one of them. Like, I feel like she could eat me alive. Oh, a hundred percent. There's no filters on that woman. Yeah. And she's got substance abuse. You combine that with like substance abuse issues. Oh, we didn't talk about Dorinda being a drunk. Let's just go back to that for one second. What's your take on that whole thing? I mean, the fact that she's doubling down so hard, I'm shocked by it. You know, I've heard her on a couple of Mm -hmm. episodes uh, of, you know, other shows. Like I heard her on, um, Jeff Lewis. You know what? I didn't hear on Jeff Lewis, the, on on Radio Andy, there's that lunchtime with oh, Bruce. Oh, yeah. I listened to that, too. Did you hear that episode with her? And she was so great I know, on that confusing. episode. It's like, it's I confusing. still love her. <laughs> I know. You know, and I... And when she's on, I saw uh, Jenny McCarthy had her on. Oh, okay. Fantastic interview. Yeah. You know, really easy and the person that we love. Yeah. But she, the fact that she won't look at her behavior and at least say... I have something to look at with this and I'm drinking my drinking I see is causing a lot of problems like she just is saying she's having two drinks and that we we come on girl you know that's not true yeah right and there's a lot going on there besides drinking too yeah I know nothing about drugs but I believe you right so if you can believe that she really just had two drinks which maybe she did maybe she didn't I mean there's a lot of pills going on I mean just the amount of slurring and yeah and and also like I don't know about you but I don't get mean when I'm drunk yeah like I just exactly like you said you have to look at that behavior like if you drink and get mean there's something wrong I mean, I would be mortified. Can you imagine <laughs> no. if you were on national television, lips, red lipstick all over. <laughs> she looked like a clown. I mean, and, and, 
you know, I just, I, <laughs> and then you're imitation. just, thank you. Then you're just marching around and, and behaving like nothing happened, but we all saw Denial it. is a river, not a river in Egypt. I mean, it is, is real. It's really, she, really real. Yeah. And I'm like, John Badabassian isn't whatever, bada boom. Bada boom, bada bing. Yeah. He's not helping. No. I, I mean, mean, I think, you know, he's, he is helping by supplying everything for her. <laughs> but yeah. I don't think he's helping to curb anything. No. No, yeah, um, yeah, it's, it's tough. Yeah, so it's just I want, I want the best for her. I, I do love too. her. I do. She's a great housewife too. Yeah. And I, f- I'm sure this has been tough on her to have a fall like she's had this season. You know, people yeah. have turned on her. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. Well, that's what I think happened with Erica Jane too with yeah. Beverly Hills. Don't you think? I do. Um, but I think she can come back from it, you know? How? I don't know. I think by just being breezier. I mean, it, it's not that she did anything that bad. It's just that she was so cunty, you know? So cunty. But I think that she has it in her to not... I don't know what happened. I mean, I feel like on that reunion... Because it's the she reunion. Said, well, I, and again, I take people at face value sometimes. She said she had a migraine. I'll take it. And someone who suffers from migraines, like, you want to die. Like, yeah. to sit there... With a migraine, if she truly had, you know, a really bad headache or a migraine, that I, I would just probably be sitting with my head in my hands. Right. I mean, I, I'll take it. Right. Right. I think you're right. I think she has a chance. I just think she's very, very smart, by the way. Yes. And I think very aware of her image. So I just don't totally buy her whole thing. Do you hate Dorit? I don't hate Dorit. Now, I know that everybody does. And and we could not be friends, but (laughs) I find her entertaining. She's a good housewife. I do think she is. PK criminal, right? Straight up criminal. That's the thing. Beverly Hills, like if this season was all about their criminality, Uh (laughs) it would be be... an amazing season. Remember the first season of Beverly Hills with Kim and Kyle? I mean, great television. Camille, are you kidding me? I wish Camille would come back to Camille. She'll never come back. And I and I see her trying and it's not there. Right. And I just want to let her go. Right. Just let her go. I can't watch her twirl into another party <laughs> and kiss everybody on two cheeks and like squeal and leave. I cannot Hi. do it anymore. Hi. Hey. <laughs> you look great. Like I can't do that again. Dorit. Yeah, no, the whole thing. I and can't. even with the thing. Yeah, it didn't work. I'm good. Okay. I'm all oh, set. What about Dallas. Okay, so I watched a little bit last night knowing that you were stopping by. <laughs> Doing your homework. <laughs> I was trying to get my homework in. And um, those two little girls, red and blonde. Oh. <laughs> Stephanie and Brandy. They work my nerve in a way. <laughs> <laughs> Don't they both seem like they're cast offs on The Bachelor? They, right? Excuse me. That's exactly what I said. They are contestants. Totally. They are five years older, eight years older than Bachelor contestants. Totally. But they were eight years ago on The Bachelor, probably. Correct. Not, they were not the leads. I'm just here to find love. Oh, and this is what that looks like. <laughs> totally. A little bit older. Yeah. I know. I have said, have we, have you said that out yeah. loud? Oh, yeah. No, okay. No, no. I, I don't think I've just, heard you yeah. say that out loud. Yeah. But I don't know I if have... I said it on the podcast, but yeah, no, I, okay. I've said it to friends. Yeah, no, no I, they totally are. exactly what I think when yeah. I see them. I'm like, I'm banging on things right now. I'm in such agreement and alignment with I you. I know. I have to say that Stephanie annoyed the shit out of me last weekend, last weekend, last <laughs> season, when we were hanging out yeah. last season, but I'm kind of seeing like a sweet side to her. Like, the, I don't know if you saw that she... Talked about um, being suicidal this past week. I missed that. That was really heavy. The blonde? And yeah, the one. Um, yeah, the blonde. No, wait, wait. 
Yeah, Stephanie. Suicidal? Yeah, she when she was in her 20s, she oh. tried to commit suicide. And she opened okay. up about it and she was crying. And first she talked to Le- Leanne about it. Leanne, who's an amazing Well, housewife. now there's where we have our show. Yeah, right I there. mean, she's yeah. just epic. She, it doesn't get better. Right? Yeah. Uh, she's next level. Yeah. Uh, did you watch last season? I did. Last season I watched 100%. I literally <laughs> fell asleep watching... This episode, <laughs> my homework did not get completed. You missed I the saw suicide. the baby. Oh, cute, cute. Little baby. I'm, I had, how did she get the baby? I felt confused. It seems like a baby was available and she just said, it seemed like that does not how that works. Or, <laughs> She's you know, like, it's like handing over someone a gift bag. Like, I mean, literally, hey, like, I know I was not focused a hundred percent, but what I got was that she saw a baby available on Instagram and then got it. Is that what happened? <laughs> Wait, that's not how people get babies. I mean, I just was like, I'm so confused because it had red hair. She right. got it. She's like, this would look like yeah. me. Um, well, I have to give a shout out to uh, Shira Weiss, not the same Shira Weiss who called okay, you earlier, yes. but um, the writer who interviewed the guy that coordinated the adoption. Oh. And apparently Stephanie works for that charity. It's like a foster kid. Okay. And found out somehow that this baby was available. And Stephanie knew that Brandy had been trying to conceive unsuccessfully and contacted her. And they kind of did like a behind the scenes. It was a closed adoption. Huh. And so she got her, I think from the day she got him from the day he was born wow yeah i mean that's wonderful i know you can't help it's a little heartwarming no it's wonderful i mean i just it seemed um not the usual journey that people have to (laughs) obtain a child no not the usual journey now are you a shah's watcher uh i have watched i just watched this the episode where uh her uh what's her name mercedes yeah. MJ. Where she, her, her father how passed. Sad was oh that? my God. I loved watching how the community came together. I know. And it was real. It was so real. It could make me cry right now. It's I know. just like so beautiful. Having that group or that's where, you know, you when you have uh you know, living in LA, you have your people, but there's something about all having that shared experience and culture and seeing how everyone came together. It's just really beautiful. I agree. It was so touching. Yeah. We have to talk about, we have to end on 90 day fiance because is there a better show? No, (laughs) really isn't. I mean, spectacular. what? So I just started last season. Yeah. yeah. So I didn't, I think there was one season, one or two before that, but when did you get into it? I don't know what I've actually (laughs) seen. I've seen last season of whatever this season is, right? It seems like there's a bunch of different options. It's so confusing. It's so confusing. Yeah. The DVR doesn't even know. 90 day and 90 day after. And you know, so I don't know exactly (laughs) what I'm watching, but totally there's a current season of 98 day on right now. I'm in. It's insane, right? And then there's like whatever the season. Yeah, I watched last season. With Annie and Dave, that crazy couple, the penguin and the girl from Thailand. And um, and uh, Pow and Russ yes. and, right. and Fisa yeah, yeah, yeah. and George. The pe- I call him the penguin because he waddles. <laughs> David, like the one who lives in a warehouse and can't get a job. Yeah. And poor yeah, Annie. Yeah. <laughs> well, I love um, my, I mean... The guy with the uh, giant containers is my whole life. Uh, oh, the the guy that's uh, that Karini and has, oh god, Paul. Paul, they're insane. I he's am, a so he's 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 a murderer. And I thank <laughs> this television program for bringing him to me because he has made me laugh so <laughs> hard. 
This, there was a scene, it was whatever last, again, I don't yeah. know what season yeah. is what, but the, my first experience with him when he went to go meet her yes. in Brazil and he brought those giant tanks with of him. stuffed animals. Of <laughs> horseshit. There was literally nothing, there's nothing of importance <laughs> Unless we're missing, there's a lock of hair from his mother. Hilarious. There, you know, know. it it's, is. People are crazy. They're not. I know. TLC I, finds them too. I mean, he is everything. I love the couple, the white, uh, fifty-two-year-old with the Nigerian. I mean, Angela and Michael. Thank I, you for knowing their names. I'm yeah, so Angela and Michael are. Um, I mean, what do we even do with that? They are both fantastic. <laughs> Michael yeah. is a doll. I love. I, he's a truly like a sweetheart. The episode where the the scene where his boy is oh, that like is the best. They're like, what's with grandma? Yeah, they just clown him and like all gather around him like they're about to watch a movie and just like go in on the fact that he's about to meet a 52 year old <laughs> white woman from America. Like the best scene is when um, they're on the way to that village, which I guess we haven't seen the scene yet, but he, uh, she, she's like, should I put my face on? He he's like, like uh, look younger. Yeah. He was like, yeah, do whatever you <laughs> exactly. can do. Spackle something on that face. And that's the best thing. I love the foreigners are always so blunt. They're <laughs> like, he's fat, fatter <laughs> than I expected. She's older than I expected. Oh, it's the best. Like, it's a lot of older well, and fatter. I love the woman who, um, who's meeting Tariq, who the Philippines, I think, which she's like, yes. she's straight up. She's straight like, up. I need my ticket to the U.S. Mm -hmm. My life here is horrible. Right. And even though I'm not into him on any level, I right. hope he's my ticket. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I love the clarity, you know, and just it's the, so yeah. honest. Yeah. Like straight. Like, that's why I didn't mind Emphisa. Everyone hated her. I'm like, right. you know what? She never hid the fact that she was in it for the money. She picked the wrong, the wrong horse. Yeah. But uh, yeah. I mean, they, they're the, the, these women are, they're really all very beautiful from these other countries. They really are. Most of them. <laughs> who, who you got? Um, who are you looking at? Yeah. I mean, Annie was beautiful. Maybe the U.S. has taken a toll on her. David, the one from Thailand. Oh, okay. Like when you see pictures of her, like when they first okay. met, I thought she was really pretty. But then I think she, the U.S. has not done it's, not done well I mean, by her. Some of but no, most of them are pretty. They're pr they're really yeah. like you know when you see the lives they're living and the huts that they're. Oh my god! And you're just like you know please work this system. Oh, absolutely. For, I don't know if. This show, 90 Day Fiance, is really helping the <laughs> optics of immigration in this country. Like, I feel like it really doesn't shine the best light. But I don't know how you feel about that. Well, yeah, I mean, it's all about like people here are hardworking and they want to, you know, they're here for the right reasons. Like The Bachelor, they're here for the, the right, right reasons. reasons. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's so true. I don't think it's helping. Yeah. Oh, wait. So one last thing. So the couple... I'm obsessed with them. They're mm -hmm. my favorite. The music, the ones that met on the karaoke the app. karaoke app. Who knew that you could find love off a karaoke app? And by the way, I'm so embarrassed to admit that I thought they sounded really good together. They well, that's why they're meant to be, right? I mean, that's how you do it. Now, did you hear the crazy rumor about them? No, go ahead. Oh, I'm going to blow your mind. Now she's American and he's English. Just exactly. for anyone who's not exactly yeah. or like Cro Magnon, like he's very he is, right. He's like a caveman. He's, There's he's, something. He looks like an animated <laughs> creature, like from Shrek. Yeah. Right. Or yeah. like frozen. Like the yeah, guy, when something. they go to the bar. Yeah. <laughs> he, uh, he always has that look on his face. Like he's yeah. Eyes <laughs> popped. Eyes popped. Dad just doesn't know what hit him. Okay. So the rumor is that they are married and that's his baby. And that they actually met like a year before they say they met because people have done like detective work on Reddit and found like Instagram posts where he's commented 
your Diana's eyes are popping open right now. And basically that they lied to the producers to get on the show and pretend that they hadn't met yet. And that's why remember the first night when she was there and they were like going to have sexy times and then the baby's crying and she lets him go up. Yeah. Like I thought that was weird just because like a guy you'd never met is going to go up Mm. to your baby. I mean, I think it was like it wasn't a red flag, but it was a little weird. But if it's his baby. Well, I didn't understand. That does make a little more... But then, it, okay. I don't know. Hey, I listen. I don't know either. It's out, it would like, be amazing if that's what the truth really was, though. Yeah. I mean, because the weird thing is that they've been talking for a year and a half, but she has an eight-month-old child. So right. that always threw yeah. me. Like, no, well, exactly. I mean, granted, maybe you're just in the get-to-know-each-other phase, and then you have a one-night stand, and then you decide to keep the baby, which is fine, but it seemed odd. So that does... It could track, right? Yeah. But at the same time, why do all this oh, yeah. to be on the show? Right. People which is, want to be on the show. I huh? know. That's the part that just um, I interviewed Jason Salarnas, who is the head of Unscripted at TLC. And we talked a little bit about the show. And, you know, he said that they when they get the casting tapes for 90 Day Fiance, it's like mm. Christmas <laughs> because I said it must be so hard to top yourselves. He's like, oh, no. no. He said, you have no idea how hard it is to whittle it down wow. because we just get so many unbelievable people. And the thing is, it is, except maybe if this isn't true, it's real. So it's not like, you know, housewives where right. they're just trying to like play a part to get on the show, you know, which could happen. This is, you have to actually have it occurring. Truly, guys, if you're not watching, like w- whatever you Drop see, you're, what you're doing, you're going to put it in the search and just put 90 Day Fiance. A lot of options are going to come up extended before the 90. It doesn't matter what you land on. It doesn't. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. You might be in it for like three hours at a time, but you're going to love it. It is fascinating. It is. It's a great, it's it's a a great great train wreck. Yeah. (laughs) I've learned a lot from them. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) I know. I have too. I really have. What's your biggest lesson that you've learned? (laughs) (laughs) My biggest lesson is, let me think really quick. Well, you know what? Put on foundation. (laughs) If in question, when you're meeting family, just uh, slaps them on. In a remote village yeah. in Africa, when you're the first white just person they've ever seen. Do the best you can. You know she was yourself. on Jerry Springer, right? Does that make, I, does that shock you on any level? No, you know, she reminds me. I, I waited tables at Tony Roma's at Universal City Walk when I, I first it. moved to LA. And there it. was a waitress. Same. She was, old, you know, I was 20 something. She was in her 50s. Rode hard and put away wet. She uh, only dated young black guys in their 20s with like, she was a wreck and then they were gorgeous. You know, like, right, and right, it, right. it was this, it's, and she's hungry for that day. Just like, you know, just oh, yeah. hungry. Damn. Same as she, she is. like pinned Michael down to that bed and oh, he could not get up for I a loved, day. He said she had a, he, he kept saying her energy and she was in a masculine energy. And she, she kept, he kept saying masculine, masculine energy. I mean, he, the way he uses the words to describe her is Amazing. Hysterical. And I love that he called her overwhelming. Like you nailed it, honey. Yeah, I'll say. She is overwhelming, overwhelming with her MAGA hats and everything. I mean, of he's course. the only one out there. I give. know. Well, we'll let him because he he's, doesn't know better. He loves Trump. Right. and um, He just wants the American dream. He doesn't know that it's built on criminality in the house of lies it's fine he's okay (laughs) (laughs) well this has been so fun yes i love talking to you you. keep doing you i will (laughs) i really will so glad to hear can i promote one thing of course which i have no dates on 
Uh, Matt McConkey, who's also, if you're yes, a bitch, he's hilarious. So funny. Yes. Uh, we have a show called Unsend. Okay. That we're going to start shooting soon Ooh. with uh, Paul Shear for Comedy Central for the web. Fun. And then we're hopefully going to take that and make What's it into a premise? TV show. The idea is uh, an intern. Everything that you have ever sent via Instagram, tweets, emails that you wish you could oh, unsend. that's fun. So that's overall that's the a great idea. idea. Like everything kind of gets filtered through that lens of like, oh, I shouldn't have said this. Yes. Or done this. Oh, that's really cute. Yeah. And then you, I should also mention that you were on Heather's, which is sort of the re- scripted reboot of the movie that was supposed to air on Paramount last year, mm. but because of the school shooting, was this because of the school shooting? Well, there is some controversy about why exactly, but okay. that is what Paramount has said that right. um, it got pushed in March because of uh, the shooting in Florida, which which did make sense, and yeah. then it was supposed to air last month in July, um, and then they decided to kind of like table it. So. You know, hopefully somebody picks it back up. I feel like um, we shot the pilot the day, the morning after Trump was elected. Wow. That's crazy. It is crazy. And so it is amazing kind of how the show, when we were shooting it, we were not in the place we are right now. And it actually now is so relevant. And I actually feel like it has something to say. Which maybe I wish they could just give it to Netflix. Believe me, Netflix has been asked. It really? is, you know, it's a little. T- I think it is a. It's dealing with suicide and school shootings in a very dark way. Right. So it's a dark comedy, right. but it has, I think, a lot to say, and I think it's great. So I hope it finds a home somewhere. Somehow. Yeah, I would love to see it. I mean, Insatiable was really controversial, and they, you know, that's a Netflix yeah, thing, yeah. and. 13 I think reasons this, why I agree. You know? This hits it in a way that is so uh, right now yeah. that um, it's too raw. It's a little raw, but I think it's great, and I'm great in it. What and was I your wish, role? <laughs> I play Miss Fleming, who she, is teacher? the teacher oh, that's nice. like, you know, doing every, her heart is in the rightish mm-hmm. place, but she's doing everything in the wrong way, kind of thing. She's the only character who is trying. Oh, so you're, you're redeemable. Sort of. Sort of. <laughs> no you one's, know, she's no one's trying. totally redeemable. She is trying. Yeah. Interesting. And yeah. who was the showrunner on that? Was it someone? Jason McAuliffe. And what is, what is he from? Uh, Jason had a show. He's written a lot, sold a lot. He had a movie called Butter with mm-hmm. um, Jennifer Garner. Yeah. I'm, I think I saw that. Yeah. I mean, he's he was fantastic. Jason is a phenomenal showrunner. And I think regardless of if Heather's gets picked up or not, you know, yeah. a lot of people have seen it in the yeah. world of, I know someone has seen the pilot and said it was really good. Yeah. And so because it's been trying to get sold at all these networks, right, right, I mean, right. his work is out there and, and I think, um, you It'll know, he will, yeah, for sure. I mean, he's incredible. Right. Yeah. Well, we'll look for unsend and, and listen to you on all the various media outlets Fantastic. that you grace us with. It's always <laughs> fun to hear your voice. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really uh, honored that you wanted to have Aww, me on. It's so I'm sweet. I'm honored for you to do it. And it was great Thank to you. meet you. It was great.